This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, off the top in this hour, there were debate in Brentwood about trees. Uh, the city is planting or plans to plant 15 new trees uh, in a small park in Brentwood. Now, the community association, they think this great. The city's uh, doing what they say residents want to do. The association says uh, the city approached the association about all this months ago. Uh, they think this park needs new trees. And so there are those who, who welcome this move by the city. Others, though, see things differently. And in fact, uh, our next guest uh, is involved in what seems like a fairly uh, active campaign to prevent these trees from being planted. Ellen Burgess lives in the area has been going door to door to try to raise awareness about what the city is doing and make the case for why it shouldn't happen. So what does anybody have against trees? Let's find out. Uh, Ellen Burgess joins us on the line here this afternoon. Dr. Burgess, welcome to the program. Hello. Appreciate making some time for us here today. So what's your concern here? Our primary concern really is um, based on the, the crime prevention through environmental design concepts. Um, we already have about 15 large or medium-sized trees in the park, uh, as well as three long rows of bushes that are all about five feet tall that are were specifically planted as a living snow fence. So uh, we're not supposed to to touch those. Those those are, are performing a vital service. So, um, you know, increasing the trees by 15%, especially in the way they want to do it, uh, is, is basically going to cut off the, the sight lines, as, uh, as the, the buzzword is, uh, for people being able to see outside, being able to see across to their neighbors' homes and, and help us keep each other safe. Okay, well, why do you think that this then threatens safety in the neighborhood? Well, we have had an increase in, in uh, criminal activity in, uh, in our area, at least, um, over the last year and a half or so. Uh, what with uh, vehicles being stolen or being attempted to be stolen but were stopped in the middle. We've had people trying to break into garages. We've had homes broken into. Um, we've had car prowlings with cars, um, you know, opened and money and small things uh, taken out of them. Um, yeah, all sorts of things, including urban campers. And um, I, some, uh, I was, they were described as young teenage boys uh, in the bushes and uh, after which we found uh, drug paraphernalia. And so this is the kind of thing we um, are trying to, you know, moderate. Okay, so a couple of points then. Um, Regarding the green space then. Yeah. uh, Is it your position that there there shouldn't be trees in, in this green space? Oh, no. Oh, gosh, no. No, love the trees. Um, and and I uh, love the birds and the bunnies. Not too keen on the skunks, mind you. Okay. But but you know everybody else. You know it's great. Um, but we've got, as I say, we've got four very large poplars, 
that granted are are nearing the end of their life cycle and uh, will need to be taken down soon because one of them is already dropping branches on vehicles and whatnot. Um, so by all means, you know, replace those. And uh, and apparently there is another plan that that is supposed to be doing that. Um, and then we've got um, several tall, uh, mature evergreen trees, which appear to be very healthy. And then we've got a number of more moderately sized trees as well. And as I say, and then in addition, we've got all these bushes and lilac trees and whatnot. Okay. Well, how, what are you basing? You seem to be suggesting there's a correlation between trees and crime in the area. Well, yeah, and and part of it too depends on on you know the the ground cover, shall we say, of the trees. But this is something that the police always talk about. Um, uh, it's it's and there's courses that are uh, that are given on it, and it's specifically called crime prevention through environmental design. And and you know it's all about keeping things open at eye level so that you can see what's going on. And so, you know, at, at least at our end of the of the park, um, we have a small area that's open, and then there's a, a line of bushes that goes across the park that acts as a snow fence in the winter. And then we've got another open area and another snow fence and then another very small area at the end. Okay. But again, I, I failed to see the connection between the trees in this park and what you say are, are break-ins or attempted break-ins in, in people's driveways or garages. Well, I'll give you an example. We had one uh, home that was that had been broken into. And then about two weeks later, uh, a woman from across the park saw someone go up to the front door and started trying to open the door while the while the owners were in the house and we, they, she called the police and you know they they tried to catch the guy but the the, the police were aware of of our problems in fact, on August 22nd, uh, an email was sent out by the, the hub program of the Calgary Police Service specifically to alert Brentwood residents of break-ins and that we were to, re- we were to report anything unusual that we saw. Okay, but... but so it, it's well, but what's issue. the connection? I, okay, but I'm, I'm not saying crime is not an issue. I'm saying what's the connection between those specific crimes and this, this green space? Well, you see... It's interesting. Uh, you know, on one end, um, I've, I've been challenged by the people, um, the, the city, quote-unquote, people, as saying, well, if, you're, if you want to follow, you know, the environmental design for crime prevention, then we should, you know, cut all the trees. And then uh, basically they're accepting that having the trees and the bushes um, may promote or may may hide what's going on and then on the other hand they're they're trying to quote a study that says that having trees socializes people and reduces crime which in my mind doesn't make much sense well and i've seen other research though suggesting the same thing that the the correlation actually goes the other way yeah well and again one has to remember that when you're doing research, looking at any kind of study, the context is very important. 
and and I learned this very early on, especially living uh, where I was. I remember the first time I saw a car in the back lane and uh, people in it that I didn't know, and that night one of the neighbors on on the other side of the of the um, back lane were broken into and i thought to myself okay the next time i see somebody back there that i don't know you know i'm going to challenge them and find out what they're doing back there well, and I wonder if there's something else going on here. We're getting some text. Uh, someone, uh, for example, here says Brentwood is becoming pretty inner city these days, especially with uh, access to the sea train. Or yeah. someone else noting that uh, we, we have seen an increase in crime when the economy drops. So there might be all kinds of other reasons why you're seeing this in Brentwood. And to focus on the trees seems like we're maybe missing the point, as it were. Yes. Yeah, we, we do know that, yeah, with the with. The C train extending out um, there again. There is a study or two that has shown that yes, there's an increase in petty crime. Um, but and I don't know about from the economy perspective. It, it kind of does make sense, I suppose. Um, but I don't know if that's part of it or or not but you know and, and again the tree thing may not be a problem other places but as i say when you've got urban campers when you're finding drug paraphernalia in the bushes um you know there's an there's an issue now i was reading that only eight of the 15 trees have been planted yep. and the reason why city workers didn't plant them all is because residents were were there swearing and yelling at city yeah. workers. Is that true? Um, I wasn't there, but that's what I was told. That it was quite a scene. It's, I don't know. Do, do you endorse that that approach? Oh, I mean, gosh, that, that no. doesn't seem productive at all to me. No, no, and and that's the thing. I mean, that's what, my son went up and 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 said, you know, we can't have this. You know, this is abuse. This is not accepted under the you know the, the the city rules and regulations and and so he tried to calm everything down and 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 yeah that no that is not the way to do it okay. but at the same time when i was talking to one person at the city they said you know i'm i'm having some difficulty with this because if there was extensive consultation why are you folks so upset and we're going because none of us knew anything about this. And at that time, I was getting back uh, texts or emails from the community association saying that they knew nothing about this, that they had been told about retree and that it was a replacement of damaged trees that had to be removed off of our two main roads. But they were they were not aware that it meant putting in brand new trees. Okay, why do you think it is then that the community association uh, supports this approach and believes that the city has reached out and and has uh, consulted? Well, as I'm saying, that what you're saying that they've said is different from what they have said to me directly. The association, then. Yeah. All right. I found one person around the street who uh, did recall receiving an email uh, early in the winter, she said, um, uh, with a survey about the trees. 
And when I asked her, how did the city have your email address? She told me that she had given it to them um, so that she could receive emails to remind her when the garbage pickup was. All right. Well, what's your understanding then of what's going to happen next? Um, Essentially, we were told by the city people that the city owned the park and it doesn't matter what we say, they're going to do what they're going to do. We'll see if that happens. Uh, Dr. Burgess, thanks for making some time for us here this afternoon. appreciate this. You're welcome. All right. That's uh, Ellen Burgess, uh, resident uh, of Brentwood, who's been uh, leading the charge against these 15 new trees uh, that are to be planted in this green space where there already are trees. Eight of the 15 have been planted. Uh, Not clear yet when the other seven will be. As uh, Ellen conceded, uh, some other angry residents, not her, she says, uh, prevented city workers from planting the remainder of the trees and that there was uh, swearing and, and yelling at the city workers. Again, not a productive way, I think, uh, of approaching this issue, but maybe it speaks to the, the anger and frustration in the area. So is there any connection here between trees and crime? The urban forestry lead for the city of Calgary, Jeanette Wheeler, quoted in one article saying that crime is actually mitigated through trees. There's fewer incivilities. There's less aggressive or violent effects when there's trees. Trees provide a very social benefit to a community by reducing crime within an area. Seems to me a lot of people go out of their way. A lot of people are prepared to pay more to live near green space, to live near trees. And that's often a selling point of certain areas. Not so here. They're worried the trees are going to attract crime. People are going to camp out in the trees, do drugs in the trees, relieve themselves in the trees, and then carry on crimes from there. Your thoughts on this, 974-8255. Got a lot of texts coming in. We'll read some of those uh, when we come back here. 770-770. We're back with more right after this. Welcome back. Talking trees here, 974-8255. You can text us at 770-770. The idea that that trees are causing crime, that's the case being made by some residents in Brentwood, and they're pretty upset about this. Uh, Usually it's the other way around. Usually uh, people getting angry when they're taking away green space. Seems to me most people want green space and trees. Not here. Uh, let me read some of the text coming in. This one here says, uh, Rob, I live in Brentwood. Love the trees. More trees, please. I moved there years ago because it's amazing with life and parks and trees. I know the type complaining. Only worried about their own views of the park. Paranoid about crime. My neighbor won't let me have a ladder in my backyard in case someone was to use it to rob her house. Parks are for everybody, not just the complainers across the street from the park. Someone else says, my cousin lives in Brentwood uh, and was there during the residents verbally abusing the city workers. It was absolutely despicable and disgusting. Uh, Jeff texts to say, your guest hasn't pointed out a single connection between trees and crime. Correlation doesn't equal causation. There's crime all over the city. Someone else points out the obvious here. Aren't these new trees too small to hide anything until they grow? Once they grow, it should line up with when the old trees are dead and need to be removed. Yeah, I've seen pictures of the trees that are planted, and they look as you would expect. Little trees that have been planted. You're not going to do much uh, around those trees. And even a squirrel would have a hard time hiding in one of these trees. 
I get if you've got a problem where you've got a green space, and if there are people who are camping out in those trees or maybe doing drugs or drinking in, in that park, in that green space, that's an issue. But that's an issue with the park then. That's an issue that needs to be brought to the attention of the police. A few more trees doesn't necessarily change that equation. So if there really are people up to no good in that park, then that needs to be dealt with. But that doesn't mean it shouldn't be a park or that you shouldn't have trees. Uh, someone else points out that, that not having trees is no guarantee. This says the area I live in is wide open for sight lines, yet no one saw my car being keyed, broken into, or saw the person who drove into my fence and drove off. Someone raising a concern about trees, though, has nothing to do with crime, mind you. Says another consideration is that nobody will clean up the debris. Who wants to be wading through leaves all winter? Trees are great, but they come with maintenance. Most people's idea of cleanup is to blow all the leaves onto the street, or they'll just blow away and the tree fairy will come around and clean them up. Okay, so you got a green space, a lot of trees. You can have a lot of leaves there in, in the fall. Through some of the storms that we get, you might have uh, fallen branches, etc. Who's going to come clean that up? The green space ain't so great anymore if it's a big mess. And is that a priority of the cities to come around and, and rake leaves or clean up broken branches? Maybe that's a legitimate concern, but you didn't hear any of that from the guest. I mean, their concern is pretty specifically about crime. Someone else says that's like saying divorce rates are inverse to the number of bees or global warming is inverse of pirate population. Correlation does not equal causality. And someone else wonders what it's like to go through life that fearful. Uh, it does seem odd to point to trees as the culprit when you've got a, an increase in crime or maybe even a perceived increase in crime. Uh, I get the sense that it was uh, maybe a feeling that there was more crime, but it's, it's entirely possible that there has been an increase. I think certainly we've seen in the last year, and maybe it does correlate with the downturn in the economy, that we've seen an increase in crime in certain parts of the city or an increase in certain crimes. But to suggest that it's the fault of the trees, again, that's as a number of people are suggesting here, it seems to be a, an allegation without the evidence to back it up. That you can correlate a lot of things. That doesn't equal causation. Text coming in from Toronto. Appreciate you listening uh, out to, in the uh, 416, or in this case, the 647. We should all be grateful to live somewhere so peaceful and prosperous that seven trees in a park constitute an outrage. First world problems, as someone else suggests. I don't think anybody wants to downplay the, the problem or but the potential problem of crime in certain areas of the city. And if you've had your car broken into, you've had your garage broken into, or you've had your property vandalized, it's a very real and pressing concern to you. And it's not to take away from it. I had my own car broken into just over a year ago. Now, my wallet stolen. I had to go through all of that of canceling cards and getting a new license, etc. It sucks. I get that. But then to just find the first thing to blame it on, to find that, that scapegoat. Well, what could it be? What could I blame here? What about those trees over there that the city's planting? You know, I don't see it. 
So the community association publicly is saying that they support this. They think this is great. They think the city has handled this uh, appropriately and responsibly. But Ellen Burgess suggests that privately the community association is saying something different. So I can only go on what, what they're saying publicly. Uh, if they actually feel the opposite, I'm not sure why they would publicly express their support for this. So I'm not really sure what to make of that suggestion. At least publicly on the record, the community association's on board with this. But so far, the trees haven't been planted, not all 15 of them. The city intends to, and uh, we'll see if, if, in fact, they do. But that's a very peculiar hill to die on, if you ask me. Uh, coming up after the one thirty news, we're going to hear from uh, Ian Colbert. He's with the Canadian Public Health Association. And we'll get the other side of this debate over the ban on private health insurance. Now, there was a case that went all the way to the Supreme Court, the Chaoli case. That applied only to Quebec. I think a lot of similar principles here. The argument being that the, the ban on private health insurance means people have to wait and people have to suffer. And that that ban is in conflict with the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. So we'll talk about what changing that could mean for healthcare in Canada and whether that's something the court should consider. We'll have more time for your calls, your texts as well. It's Afternoons on News Talk 770. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.